right, we are back with the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. We are watching John Wick this week, and I think we all brought our fucking pencils with us. Um, so let's do what we always do, real quick. Um, well, actually, let me introduce. We got we got Philip Klepsis. He's a buddy of the podcast, and he, this, this is probably one of your favorite movies, right? Uh, this is in my top five. All right, so he's Jared's best friend, and Jared's like, I have to, I have to have Philip on this podcast right now. He, has he actually to talk about didn't it. give me the option. He didn't. No, give I was like, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "We're doing John Wick. Be available Sunday." <laughs> And it's Wednesday, so here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I had issues on Sunday. I couldn't record. So, give me your one sentence review of this movie, Yorton. Classic fun action movie. All right, Jared. Um, are you ready for some revenge? Okay, Philip. Better than it has any right to be. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> I want to say surprisingly the best movie ever made. That's my <laughs> okay. So um, before we go into the discussion topics, I figured we're gonna play this name that movie game that we started every time we start a new franchise. So we'll just do it at the top of each franchise. So I got I pulled up six movies here, and the rules of the game. So Philip, you don't know this. I'm gonna read the back of a DVD or VHS cover. Okay. And I'm going to leave out the important parts, like the character names and stuff like that. And if you know what movie I'm talking about, you have to ring in by calling your name. Like, Philip, you can't just call it the movie. you got to chime in, right? And once you chime in, you get to guess what the name of the movie. If you're right, you get a point. If you're not right, you're out until the next movie starts getting read. Cool? So (laughs) this might be Philip's first time hearing the song for the game. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Here we go. We're going to read the back of this movie. It's up to audio? you. Oh no! Is audio not happening? It's happening on my oh, end. Drink. You'll hear. You'll hear drink. it when you're now. The name of yeah. that movie <laughs> that I am describing. That movie. What is the name of that film? I just saved you guys a lot of a lot of heartache there. I'm glad you didn't hear that. <laughs> Um, let me share my my screen real quick so when I play the YouTube clips and stuff, you guys can hear it. I'll just give me a second here. This is great podcasting. All right. There we go. Um, okay. So name that movie. That's where we're at. Okay. The first movie. Here we go. Remember, don't yell at the name of the movie. Chime in with your name. The fate of the nation rests on the... Oh, by the way, this is an action theme. Okay? So all these are action movies. Okay. Specifically, kind of one-man show action movies. Got it. The fate of the nation rests on the courage of one man. Um, Blank, 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 blank. Gripping thriller about an uncompromising U.S. president who has just told the world he will not negotiate with terrorists. Oh, Jared. Yeah, I heard you. Air Force One. Air Force One. Air Force One. That's right. That one was made for Yorton. Yeah. He had to get that one. Okay. Next one. It sees the heat of their bodies. Yorton. Yorton. 
I'm going to go with a uh, predator. Holy shit! That's all it took. Yep. That's all it took. He it sees the heat of the bodies. It could have been anything. Okay, <laughs> Jorn got predator. Wow, we're going through this quick, y'all. <laughs> I knew Jorn. Would... I need to redeem myself after the last couple of weeks. <laughs> all right, here's another one. Blank is a retired CIA operative and an overprotective father who knows the world. Jordan. Y'all, how is how are you not getting this? Jordan, go. Um Taken. Yes. Jared, I'm, can we time out. Time out. Time out. Jared, what's going on, dude? You haven't even I mean... spoken. I mean, <laughs> we're Jordan, in my, my subject here. That's what's going is, on. This is the Dallas Mavericks for Jared right now. I it, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm um, <laughs> call me Game Seven um, Playoff P. Paul oh George. Okay, well, there's three movies left, so let's have a comeback here. An underworld, or in an underworld of weapons dealers and traffickers, a young boy. Jordan. No way. There's no Lord fucking way. There's Lord no of way. War. What? Let's go with Lord of War. What is it? Lord of. No, War. it's not it. So that's not the movie. Jordan oh. cannot chime in anymore. Okay. Okay. In an underworld of weapons dealers and traffickers, a young boy becomes the pawn in a war between notorious drug lords. Trapped by kidnappers inside one of the world's most impenetrable cities, his rescue beckons the unparalleled skill of a mercenary named Tyler Rake. But Rake is a broken man with nothing to lose, harboring a death wish that makes an already deadly mission near impossible. Nothing, Can I Jared, say what it is if Philip? no one's going to I got nothing. Philip, you still there? I'm... Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, oh, this that movie that just came out with Hemsworth. Um, mm, <laughs> X Extraction, yes, Philip is on yep, the board. Really? Extraction, yep. I, I, you got it too. Damn. Late, Jordan was like, I was like, Jordan just shot a half court shot. Like, I want to see if this goes in. <laughs> <laughs> it was a heat check after three words for the, for the earlier one. I don't blame him, <laughs> okay. Um, Two-time Academy Award winner, blank, ignites a masterpiece of mayhem in this powerful action thriller. Hard-drinking, burned-out, CIA operative, blank, has given up on life until his friend, Rayburn, gets him a job as a bodyguard to a nine-year-old, Pito Ramos. Bit by bit. I can tell you the whole movie, and I can't remember what the name of the movie is. Bit by bit, Blank begins to reclaim his soul. But when Pita is kidnapped, Blank's fiery rage. Oh, Philip. What? Is this Man on Fire? This is Man yes, on Fire. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, I was God. like, I knew. Jared, I just go take a nap, all right? Of, I not, I, the whole movie. Just couldn't think of the name. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that was killing me. Jared, go watch your wrestling. We'll be back in a little bit. Okay? I thought you loved action movies. What's wrong with you? They're not. They're, these action movies are too good for me. They're too good. For well, this you. one's not too good. I promise you. Okay. Okay. This one is here we level. go. 
White House down. Here we go. But Philip <laughs> could tie it up real quick. Okay. <laughs> I can't read any names on this because it gives it away. Blank reunites now with the director blank and the producer blank of the blockbuster blank 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 blank. Okay. Blank stars as a former extreme sports athlete. Blank. Oh, you're yeah. Triple X. Triple X. Yes, it's Triple X. <sighs> so Yorton won, but I have a bonus. I want to do gives it away. Fun. If Jared gets this, one. he wins. I'm just joking. All right, here's the bonus one. Last one. We don't need a bonus because Yorton just ran away with it, but I want to read it anyway. <laughs> Blank rages against the machines in this mind-blowing sci-fi action thriller when a scientist is found dead. Jordan, Jared, iRobot. <laughs> yes, Jordan was first. It's iRobot. Boom! Okay. Well, Jordan, you won the crown back. Congratulations. So I think I, can't about... I won. I won two weeks in a row. What do we mean he won the crown back? I You're won two only weeks as in a good row. This is your last game. Don't you know this? Come on, Jared. You know this. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the movie. So stop the count. <laughs> I'm going to sue the Supreme Court. Um. <laughs> Okay, so before we talk about this movie, let's talk about, I think this movie hits a certain spot, like a little a little spot that we all love that like instantly makes us love this movie. And we, I think all four, three, all four of us like movies about agents, secret agents, spies, whatever, right? We have Jason yeah. Bourne. Are we all on board with the, with the Bourne franchise? The first three movies, yes. Yes. I, I love the first one. I don't like any of the other ones. Okay. Well, let's just... Jason Bourne. All right. Well, whatever. I, I love <laughs> Bad it. Bad example there, Ray. No, no. I love the Bourne movies. Um, all right. And then we have John Wick. We have. I think we're all James Bond fans. Yep. Um, what am I missing here? Oh, Jack Ryan, obviously. Right? Yeah. So, out of these movies, this is this will be fun. Like, what's our favorite? What's your favorite franchise? Spy, secret agent franchise. Yorton, I'll start with you. Well, for me, it would definitely be the Jack Ryan series for me as my favorite. Yeah, I figure. You picked the, yeah. the smart movies. Well, those are some of my favorite movies. Uh, that's, the, that whole series. There's top list for me there. So we're going to talk about your favorite, most fun, and the best. So we're talking about favorite right now. Uh, Philip, what's your favorite? Favorite is definitely the john wick trilogy i just i the first time i saw this movie i i went back the next week and watched it again and then since i've just it's on loop in just, your house. yeah basically <laughs> my wife hates it but <laughs> i watched it sunday morning again and she was like are we do you really need to watch john wick i was like no but i want to so <laughs> it's research what are we doing here <laughs> For scientific purposes, go away. So, For research, woman. <laughs> Jared, what's your favorite? I'll be on a podcast, woman. I need my research. Um, <laughs> this one is tough for me because I want to say James Bond, but James Bond has a couple like not so good ones. But all three John Wicks are just like very good. So mm -hmm. like in terms of shooting average, I'd have to go John Wick. We're not. We're going favorite, not best. Yeah, favorite. Oh, favorite John Wick. <laughs> okay. Good listening, Jared. My favorite <laughs> is right. definitely the James Bond because there's so many different flavors of James Bond, you know. Um, yeah. And there's a whole history there that you can dive into. It's fun behind the scenes. 
Now, what is the most fun? What's the most fun secret agent franchise to watch, Jordan? I'm going to actually go with the Roger Moore James Bond, just to narrow down just the campy okay. goofiness of it for the most fun. No argument here. Jared? Uh, I'm with Jordan on that one. Roger Moore James Bond, because <laughs> you have no idea. Like, even if you watch every movie five times, you're still going to pick up on something even more ridiculous in the next. That's true. I saw a pigeon do a double take in a movie. <laughs> like the pigeon goes, huh? And then looked again, like, huh? So there you go. Um, Philip, what's your what's the most fun franchise for you? I'm I'm gonna triple down on this and say uh-huh. uh, well, actually, I'm gonna go actually I'm a larger just James Bond in general. Okay. Yeah. Those are I've been watching a lot of them this week, these past two weeks. Because to me, like I don't know why, but James Bond movies are Christmas movies. <laughs> Maybe that's when Spike TV was a thing, and they just showed like James Bond for oh, yeah. two weeks straight leading Christmas. Yeah. But what a reference! <laughs> yeah, remember that one? No, but Bond marathons TV. were part of your childhood, man. No, yeah. I mean the Spike TV reference. I just yeah, not Spike heard that name in so long. <laughs> um, I want to say, man, I might say James Bond again. Um, okay, now let's be let's be critics here. What is the best franchise? This is Jared. This is where you can talk about, you know, as far as most consistent and all that stuff. I'll go with the Orton first. Oh, then I'll go back to my favorite then is with the uh, uh, Tom Clancy series. You think it's then. better? That that movie franchise is better than the other ones? For me? Yes. Okay. Okay. Jared? Uh, we have Orton? the Hunt for October, and then we also have another one that's on our Hall of Fame, don't forget. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, but also we also have Jack Ryan Shadow Recruit is on the resume. And Shadow that, Recruit on <laughs> And that just brings it down. Yeah. Because, um, well, it's not even a Tom Clancy book. All the other ones are in the book. It's not even a Jack so. Ryan movie. They just slapped the name <laughs> Jack Ryan on it. <laughs> All right, let's keep on going. We don't need to start that whole time. Your, uh, your, yeah. your, what's, your, what's the best? Uh, I would got like John Wick. They've yet to miss three movies, three like three very good movies. Okay. Um, now, to Phil- be fair, I am new to the John Wick series, so. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Might change. Philip? Part of me wants to say I really, from a technical standpoint, really like the first three born movies yeah i'm with you the the like i i know jordan doesn't like those second two but i feel like they just get better but then you've got jason Bourne and the jeremy renner version don't hate on the renner version the renner version is a a solid movie maybe i need to go back and rewatch the renner but i i don't know i'm gonna say i'm just gonna stick with that i think i think a lot of modern action movies have taken Maybe not modern, but a lot of like the mid two thousands action movies borrowed heavily from uh, the Bourne Identity, Supremacy, and Ultimatum. I agree. I'm going with the Bourne movies. By the way, if you want to change any of your answers to the Mission Impossible series, feel free to do so. But I'm sticking with my answer. Yes, actually, <laughs> I just actually, realized. You know, no, I, I take that, that back. That's that, that's probably most fun. That's probably most fun for me. Yeah. Mission Impossible is probably most fun. Okay. Jared wore a. Gray t shirt, a uh, gray button down shirt, and a black tie to see um, the sixth Mission Impossible. <laughs> yeah, so I dress up like Henry Cavill when he's in the bathroom fight scene. Yeah. <laughs> and Phil and I went to go watch the movies. Remember going to the movies? That was the thing. That was the thing. Um, and so he even, he even like cocked his fists that he does. 
<laughs> what was happening? It was like watching a five-year-old. Wow. <laughs> it's like watching those guys dress up as like Jar Jar for Star Wars Episode One. Hey, hey. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, why are you dressed up for this movie? I'm cosplaying as Henry Cavill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, okay. Here's a question. And we'll move on from this in a little bit. But a new movie comes out in one of these franchises. Oh, okay, so let's say a new movie in all these franchises releases tomorrow. COVID's not an issue. You can only see one movie. Which movie are you seeing? Yorton. Hmm. <laughs> so every single franchise I... released a movie <laughs> tomorrow at the theaters, and you can only see one. Is it a private theater? Dude, COVID's not an issue. You did not worry about COVID. We're living in 2022 uh, right now. That's my thing when No Time to Die actually comes out. Any action. You know what? I am going to go and throw a curveball here, and I am going to go with, let's say they made a Dread 2. Because I absolutely love the first Dread. Your nerd's always breaking one, the rules in this podcast. The one with Carl Urban? Yes, I love no. that movie. That's not oh, a spy get, movie. Get what are you talking about? That's a He's cop. A cop. <laughs> no, no, we're talking still, secret agent. agent. He's an agent. I, that's what I'm going with. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, oh. then I'm going to go with up two. <laughs> Jared, what's your pick? <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Um, up two. <laughs> um, uh, as much as I love John Wick, uh, when Mission Impossible Seven comes out, like I'm there opening night or uh, trying to be. So Mission Impossible Seven. Okay, Philip. No, I'm I'm going John Wick. That one. We'll we'll get into it later. I'm sure with like how the movies progress, but the fourth should be the last one. I'm bitter at the third one. Actually, third one really it was like it wasn't a full movie. It was like oh, this is only half of it. It kind of bugged me. Um, And the fourth would fix that. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to the third. one. I am a huge Bond. I'm I my Bond fandom is. It just it's gonna win out, so that's mine. Who's your favorite agent? So we got Jason Bourne, Bond, um, John Wick, um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> that's his name. Ethan Hunt. That's his name. Um, <laughs> who am I missing here? And uh, Jack Ryan. I know Jordan's. Jordan's is Jack Ryan because it's just realistic. I'm guessing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a more realistic that, take. That, yeah. Jared, who's your favorite uh, there, agent? There, there's nobody as cool as John Wick. Because because he whoops your ass in a full suit every time. I like how he's like, I'm gonna go murder people. Let me put on my suit. Yeah, and so it's just like that. Like I gotta get these fits off as I'm shooting your head. He would not wear a suit if he didn't grow up watching James Bond movies. That's all I'm saying, Philip. I'm I'm going James Bond. Hell it's, yeah! I, I it's it's insane to me to hear like I I love John Wick, but that's just a man with anger in his heart for for three movies like. <laughs> Give me, give me James Bond, cool cars and gadgets and I'm ritzy galas and everything. Like that man is living. So here's a different question that James Bond will not win: Who's the best at his job? <laughs> Bond better not win this. <laughs> oh good. Who do you, which Bond gets best captured way too much to be good at his job <laughs> he always gets captured he's a horrible bond guy. gets captured he's never <laughs> undercover sometimes he checks into the hotel as james bond it's like come on dude oh, what are you doing james. <laughs> so Jordan, who's who's the best 
at his job. I'm going to go with Ethan Hunt then on this. Oh, no. Jason oh, no. Bourne. Yeah, Jason Bourne on the table. You're going to go with Ethan Hunt? Yeah. I'm going with Ethan Hunt. How many Thank times you. Has, how many times has Ethan Hunt saved the world versus what did Jason Bourne do? He found out his name. He was WikiLeaks. That's all it yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're saving the world, James Bond has done it more than Ethan Hunt. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, like, I you mean, need one guy. But Ethan Hunt doesn't get captured every time. That's true. He also has... Oh, wait a minute. You know who we're forgetting? You know whose secret agent or agent we're forgetting? Who? The Rock from Fast and the Furious. All right, Jared, go ahead and log off now. <laughs> the Rock. You can't... He can never be undercover. He's like, It's like the Hulk trying to blend he into a crowd. He doesn't need to be the undercover. He'll just beat everybody up. But it's either... I think John. I mean, I think Jason Bourne is probably the best at his job. Well, no, because he got pretty much killed on the job, right? When he was actually working yeah. for him. So I don't know. Maybe Jack Ryan. He's not. I was going to he's say he's good at uh, analyzing finances. It's not that good because he's going <laughs> re rebels. Well, here's so what. So if it's, that's his job, it's not so. Last one. I mean, doesn't doesn't Jack Ryan eventually become president? So yeah, oh, maybe becomes president of the United States. <laughs> Damn. Um, all right, last one, and Jack Ryan's not going to win this one. Who <laughs> who wins in a battle royale? Like we're, they're in the Hunger okay, Games. So who comes out on top? It's either guy. Look, it's John Wick or Jason Bourne. Yeah, I, that's. I'm going to James Bond just because. Stupid stuff always happens, and he always has something somewhere to get him out of the situation. Roger, so if it's Roger Moore, James Bond, yes, then a random tree will fall and crush someone because they're fighting in the Hunger Games arena, and like a random tree would like. Jason Bourne's not going out by a random tree falling. That's not happening. No, it's and he's going against James Bond, Roger Moore. Yes, no, he's too busy fucking some hoe in the back, like. That's not and they're happening. delivering the cheesiest line you've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm definitely going with uh, John Wick because definitely, like in this movie, you can see, especially in the end fight scene, um, he's not afraid to like take a knife to get the advantage or to you know hurt himself to get the advantage to get the final kill. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely going with John Wick because his body, like every part of his body, is just like a, a weapon, essentially. That's how I feel with Jason Bourne. Same so, thing that you just said. So I'm going to go Wick, with that. John Wick killed Boban Marjanovic with a book. So oh, go yes. with Wick. we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. So this movie was released in 2014. I knew nothing about this movie when it came out. It's one of those movies that was like, you got to see John Wick. Like it just kind of blew up on Twitter and stuff. Right. And yeah, I remember watching it like, whatever. Mouth, I'll, I'll check this movie out. Whatever. And then when it was over, I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Holy shit. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen, right? So what was your first experience with the movie, Jared? Um, I'll actually let Phil go first because he's the reason why I actually watched this movie. All right. So I remember watching this. <clears throat> I think I was at a movie with Jared. and We saw like a trailer for it. And like I was like, what? He kills all these people over a dog? <laughs> you know, like, this is no fucking way. This is going to be a good movie. And then it was like a random Saturday. I was like, I got nothing else going on. Girls aren't texting me back. So I'm just going to go to the movies for an you know, hour and 40 minutes. And I came out and I was like, 
this is this is an incredible movie. This was it just blew my mind. Like I said, I said earlier in the pod, like it had no business being as good as it is. And I was like, mm-hmm. there's no way this should have been this good. So it's so confident. It's like the movie knows it's a badass movie, and it shouldn't be. But right. the movie knows, like, no, I'm I'm here to fucking play. Like, <laughs> I'm good. You need to take notice. It reminds me of. Right. I remember I saw Slumdog Millionaire before it became a huge hit, and I was in a theater of like 10 people, and when it ended, we all kind of stood up <laughs> yeah. and looked at each other like, holy crap, we all witnessed this together, right? That's kind of how it was with John Wick, like, oh my yeah. god, I need to tell somebody yes. about this movie. So yeah, Jared, what's you your... You and Joey both were talking about that movie like crazy when you got done. Anyways. It was unbelievable. Yeah. So Jared, what's your what was your experience like? Um. So, <clears throat> Phil... Like immediately, as soon as he walked out of the movie, texted me is like, "We got to watch John Wick." And then I, th- I want to say it was probably the next weekend. I ended up coming down because uh, I was in Huntsville. He was in Houston. I ended up coming down and we went to go watch it. Literally the very next weekend, and that's all. I was like, "That's so." Like you're saying, like when you leave the movie, you just got to tell people. And as soon as he left the movie, he was like, "Hey, man!" And I was like, "All right, I'll, I'll hear you out." And I watched it. I did the same exact thing. I started texting more people like, hey, go watch this movie. Yorton, this was your I think first. I saw like, go ahead, Philip. I, I think I thought like, I only think I saw like one or two trailers for this. Mm-hmm. I, this is the first time I think I can really remember in recent memory um, on Twitter being people like, hey, no, seriously, like watch this movie. It's good. Like it looks ridiculous. You got to accept it. But like, buckle up after about 20 minutes because it is like, it just does not let up after that i i completely agree Jordan, this was your first time watching the movie yep what, yep what, this was my what, first time on sunday so what was what were your expectations and then what was your end result watching this movie okay so my expectations though it was going to be a great action movie and for me, that's what I ended up watching. Is this a great action movie? It just clean cut and just it knew where to go and what the story to be and no fluff. Just we're getting to the good stuff, pretty much. I like yeah, it's so simple. And in, in the plot, like oh, yeah. you killed my dog. Now I'm going to kill you. That's the movie, right? But it, it executes it so well. Cool. Um, let me see what I got next. Um, okay, so. Like I said earlier, this movie checks a lot of our boxes, right? Oh, I, I'm, a, I'm a retired agent. I'm a secret agent. Blah, blah. I, you know, I'm just a badass. People fear me, all that stuff. So here's some of the boxes it checks. You guys let me know if I left any off. Or some, one of the th- some of the things I liked. He was part of like this agency. We don't really know the name of it. It's not in my six. Just a hitman. No, he was a straight up hitman for the mob, basically. But, it, but it's like a whole network almost. You know, like yeah, it, it's. Am I wrong? Oh, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, Jordan is coming from the perspective that he doesn't know the lore based on the other two movies, but the three of us have seen um, the other two they movies. Explain so. the other two? I don't remember. Oh, I mean, they go deep down. Like the other two movies are like full of lore, like backstory about the organization that they're in. But um, just going off the first movie. But that's. I mean, but that's what like, I mean. Like it is this unknown, like. It's not MI6. It's not the CIA. So I, that, that's intriguing. Um, I like that he's retired and he's like, I got to come back for this one last job. I love that it's a straight up revenge story. He's not going on a mission or anything. In fact, everyone's like, don't do this. Don't go on this mission, right? He had, I also like that he's like a borderline celebrity amongst the hitmen. Yes. They're like, 
Oh, John Baba Ray. Yaga. Yeah, Baba Yaga. And the boogeyman. Something else that separates this movie from the other franchises is its color palette and its style. It's mm. so unique in that amongst spy franchises, it's got its own like almost <laughs> like it's almost like the movie Drive. It's like neon lights. And so that was um, actually one of my notes that I put um, because at the beginning of the movie, before like uh, Phil said, like things pop off like twenty minutes into the or Jordan said twenty minutes into the movie. Um, the first the first twenty minutes, it's very monochrome. The colors are always just like mm-hmm. one tone. It's a little bit of a gradient in that one tone, but it's mainly like gray and like dark. But then as soon as like he puts on the suit and like goes back ready to fight, like all these colors start popping up everywhere. So you can like you feel the change in John Wick based on the color palette of the movie. Honestly, this movie and Skyfall are two of like the prettiest movies. I've seen it in a long time. Like just the cinematography, the colors, everything. You know, it's got its own style, and I really like that. You guys have anything to add? Um, badass car. Badass. Car. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the first yeah. one. Sixty-nine boss Mustang. Yeah, you can't yeah, get much better than that. There. Yeah. I don't know the, the modern. Oh yeah, the modern Dodge Charger was like very nice, especially. Um... It's it's fine, but. <laughs> No, 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 no. Jordan's a car you can't guy. Compare a modern Charger, just standard, pretty much. Uh, Matt Black to that Boss Mustang. I do like that. Jared's he... just saying that because he used to drive a Charger and he misses it. <laughs> I, I think about it every day. The one that got away. Um, <laughs> I do like that he has that uh, that relationship with the people at the airport. They just like let him in, and he gets to go wild in that car and just start driving and doing yeah. donuts and stuff. That's pretty cool. Um. I actually I like that he has like a relationship with like the police. They're like, John, we got a noise complaint, <laughs> and he's like, "No, nope, working again. <laughs> everything's fine." Okay. I'll oh yeah. So that's all. I actually have that down on one of my quotes for the movie. Oh yeah. He said, "You work." The police officer said, "You working again?" As he looks at the guy like laying dead, John looks back and said, "No, just sorting some stuff out." <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's another thing that. Just the the thing that drew me to this movie, I think initially was like this, like it drops you into this universe and it doesn't explain it to you. Yeah, Correct. it's intriguing. It's just like, hey, you're here. This is how it is. We're not going to give you the backstory right now. You're not. That's not what you want. You just want dudes getting shot. And like, so here you go. Like the whole paying with the coin. Right. And everything. Like never explaining it, but by using it, you understand. Oh, okay. There's some special currency and everything on it. Right. Yeah, they give you enough to make sense, but they also leave enough out to make you want to know more, right? Right. It's it's really well done in that way. Like it's just an intriguing lore. I want to talk about real quick. <laughs> so I did this with Almost Famous. I want to do it with this movie because I think this movie deserves it. We need to talk about the Oscars and how this movie got screwed. All right. <laughs> so here are the best picture nominees. Birdman. American Fantastic Sniper. movie. Better than John Wick. Wait, Birdman? what movie was the first one? Birdman? Birdman. You think that's better than John Wick? Oh, I did love Birdman. Okay. American Sniper. I think it's Birdman better. was also a very unique and original film, and that, that goes a long way in the Oscars. I think they should probably so. deserve a directing award, but not. Okay. American Sniper. No, no, no. This movie, I would agree with directing award, because this movie lives and dies by the directing right here see i 
Okay, I'm with you. It's well directed, but I feel like Birdman was so it was it was shot as almost a one shot movie, you know, like a yeah, a one. And that was the best part about it. And they're the ones that really did that first. Yeah, and that's why I think it should it shouldn't win best picture. It should win best director. That's just my take. But uh, American Sniper. We have Boyhood. Boyhood, fine movie. Never watching it again. Um, the Grand Budapest. You mean you don't want to commit three hours to watch nothing? To watch a kid like not kind of become an asshole as he grows older. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was a it was a fun experiment. Boyhood, you know. I don't think it's a great movie though. Um, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Never oh, seen that's it. a very stylized yeah. movie yeah. right there. Wes Anderson. Shout yeah, Wes Anderson, Anderson. Go. Yeah. He was he was in his bag for that movie. Should I watch it? Wes Anderson. I'm not a big Wes Anderson. You haven't seen it? Uh-uh. Wait, you oh. do like Wes? I thought you did like Wes Anderson. I like Life movies. Aquatic, but I don't I the other movies I've seen I didn't like. Okay. Yeah. No, if you like Life Aquatic, you will actually like Green Budapest Hotel. Okay. Cuz it's it's quirky like that. Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. I'm just saying, this movie should be on this list. As far as like, I mean, over over American Sniper, hell yeah, it's American Snipers on this list. (laughs) Look, since it's been what six years since this movie came out, how many times have you seen this movie and enjoyed it? And then how many times have you seen movies on this list and enjoyed it? I have seen American Sniper one time in theaters, and I never wanted to touch that movie with my eyes again. What about all the other movies? Like, I feel like John Wick. I've seen John Wick more than I've seen all of these movies combined. Um, definitely Birdman's too long for me, but I do love Birdman. Whiplash is probably the other one that I've seen the most. Yeah, but I also feel like a lot of times with the best pictures, it's not like one. A lot of times aren't rewatchable movies. It's just something unique and something that they did special and. Yeah, it's flawed. And to this showcase this is a. You did an amazing job, basically. I think John. I this think John looks better like than those. Go ahead, yeah. Phil. I think the thing of this movie, this movie in particular, demonstrates like there needs to be some kind of like stunt or fight choreographing Oscar, like. And I know that they're too like hoity mm-hmm. hoity to do that, but come on, man! Like the direction yeah. of this film, like it is hard to make action scenes like this, you know, uh-huh. and like can't get any kind of recognition for these people and here here's the one thing that i don't want to try to knock the movie it might sound like i'm not but i'm trying it's the fact that with the dialogue it doesn't have like amazing dialogue but the movie works uh, without the dialogue and that's how come i made a big push okay not the best picture but best director i could definitely see because basically if you gave this script to any other director you're not going to get the same movie, I feel like. You're going to get a completely different movie. But this guy took this movie script and made this work of of amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely... A- so, and so part of the big picture is you have to have everything needs to be at the top tier. And so, like, the writing would be... Yeah, I don't see the writing here to be best picture. Well, I agree. I mean, I understand your point. Um, well, okay, so here are the, here are the categories for directing, though. Birdman, okay, I get it. It won. Boyhood, get out of here. Foxcatcher, <laughs> I haven't seen it. Grand Budapest Hotel, it looks like it's the same as all his other movies. 
And imitation it's, imitation game, I haven't seen, but I don't know. I feel like I actually argue. All strongly I, I, I actually argue. Boyhood should have won best director because Richard Linklater. Shout out, um, close personal friend. I met him one time. I'm joking. Yes. Uh, he went. To <laughs> I met him. I met him one time in Huntsville. Um, uh, no, but like to hold a film together for ten years, like I mean, like hey, that kind of that kind of deserves best director. That's most ambitious. Not probably not best director in my mind. Yeah. Go ahead, Philip. Ambitious is is the, that's that's the word to describe it. It's ambitious. Yeah, I I think, like I said, this shows goes back to like the the coordination of like stunt. Like Chad Stelhesky, the director of this, was uh, Keanu Reeves' stunt double on the Matrix films. So like oh, this wow. is a guy who knows how the stunt process works. This guy knows how action sequences should be like staged and fought and like dude you've got like he deserves some kind of like awards recognition at like the highest level of hollywood <laughs> and the crazy thing about it this was his first movie that he directed too and it was like this good didn't he also do deadpool yeah no he did deadpool 2 okay that's what it was deadpool 2 okay okay hey so before we get to our notes we got one more one more thing we want to talk about we always, we always like to recast movies I don't think we need to play that game this week. No, it's too new to recast. It's also too perfect. I wouldn't change yes. anybody. The only thing I would do would, would be incorporate more Bridget Monaghan. Yeah, she wasn't even a character. She was just uh, a tool. Uh, she, was, she, was on, she was on video. <laughs> All right. So, Jared, I'm going to let you go. No, no, let's start with Yorton. Yorton, did you take notes this week? I... I didn't take notes on it, but uh, the big thing I wanted to, my big takeaway for this movie that I really loved and enjoy was he incorporated real gunplay with like a own style of martial arts where he had all the fundamentals of like how you clear room, how you shoot correctly at targets and stuff, but made it very stylized. And I love that. Cool. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. It wasn't just a shoot 'em up. It was like, uh, process to the madness, almost. You know, you could tell yeah. it was very well rehearsed. They and they kept they tried to keep count of like how many rounds he has and the reloads mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it made it very believable. And the reloads and everything were part of the cool, flashy action that they were doing in the movie. Also, also since you hadn't brought it up, because I was going to bring that up in my notes. But that when he was reloading, when he was getting ready to shoot the guy, and he pulled the trigger, and they're like click and it was like oh i gotta reload and the guy is dying and he's reloading and then yeah. kills him that's probably the most disrespectful <laughs> scene in the movie <laughs> um before i forget because i'm gonna forget i want to I bring up yorton reminded me i've never seen a shotgun like that towards the end of the film it looks like a futuristic oh, oh, shotgun a from perfect dark or something a caltech shotgun they make all sorts of they're and aviation parts company that sidelines doing uh guns and they make all sort of sorts of crazy designs they got a hand pistol that has like 30 rounds of like 22 uh long uh rifle two on it it's that's like, cool i thought really the shotgun was really cool looking it reminded me of like perfect dark or something all right jared so what, what let's look at your notes let's just run down everything uh, you want to talk about all right um let me bring them up so, uh, like I talked about, I love the minimalist uh, features of this movie. The like 
you're in and you're out. It doesn't explain much. It drops little nuggets here and there. Mm-hmm. And it's just very, it's a very stripped down movie. And I think that makes this one so good. And I think like a lot of, and it's like the inverse of the whole Marvel effect because people talk about like when Marvel movies like launch a franchise or a brand new franchise, they explain too much and it's too formulaic. And it's just like this movie did the exact opposite. We're not going to explain anything. We're just going to be a basic revenge movie, but then we'll explain more in our sequels once you're already hooked. Um, and so that's what I loved about this movie and this entire franchise. Um, and I already talked about the monochromatic colors. Shout out Dennis Duffy from 30 Rock. Yes, that was one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Dennis Duffy. Now I'm typing in I Dennis Duffy. It. Hold on. Oh, gosh. you are It's just nothing but laughs. You're going to do nothing but laughs. The the chaos from the Geico commercials. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's from 30 Rock? I've seen 30 Rock. I don't remember him. Yeah, yeah he's Liz's boyfriend. Or one of her boyfriends. Yeah, he Liz Duffy. Okay. I get you now. Okay. He was definitely the comic relief in that movie. Because oh, yeah. his character was like completely different from everyone else. And I sort of just enjoyed his little quick one-lines and stuff like that throughout whenever they would pan to him or something. He was always like, sir... In English, please. Like, I don't speak <laughs> Russian. What else you got, Jared? Uh, um, then also, like, we talked about it earlier, like, how, like, John Wick is a celebrity. And I just, like, love how everyone is scared of John Wick. When they mention John Wick, they're like, dude, what the hell? And so, like, in the car shop scene with John Leguizamo, he just knows his car. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's John's car. Like, Uh-oh. dude, you fucked up. Yeah, get that out of here. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you better have killed him if he took that car. Yeah, it's like he better be dead. <laughs> um, so no, I just love how everyone um, is afraid of John, even Vigo himself, because every time you see Vigo, like he like looks concerned or looks afraid when they talk about John. Um, up until the third act of the movie, when they finally have their confrontation, but every, the first two thirds of the movie, he's afraid of John. He's scared of him. Dude, Vigo, um, well, Vigo's then, so scared of John, he gives up his son at the end of the movie. Like, oh, yeah. okay, just go kill my son. I, I don't deserve this anymore. Um, and then, obviously, since I'm in love with music, the music was just very good. I have that, too. Uh, in this movie. Because uh, yeah. yeah. it just fit. It just fit every time, like, some sound or music popped on. It just fit with everything they were doing. Um. So that was just awesome. It drove the movie. Like, there's some scenes yeah, where it's yeah. like those drums are kicking in. And you're like, oh my god, let's go! Like, let's go kill some people right now. Like, it, it fits really of, well. I would love to see a right version of John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and I was just like, just like everything in this movie works. It just doesn't really miss. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched the Equalizer, but the Equalizer has a mustache henchman. Of the same mustache henchman that was in this movie that got killed in the club. I uh, that Oh, no, Phil and I uh, stayed for, I think, Tate. I forgot his last name. Um, but we stand for the mustache henchman who just plays the same character in all of his films. It's just fantastic. I love it. Um, I want to say, Time. I think he... Huh? They need some, like, big, beefy... Where are we going with that? Oh, yeah. Hello? Yeah, we hear you. You stopped at Beefy and it got real oh, okay. awkward. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the connection said it down. Oh. <laughs> just you like, stopped at Big and Beefy? He was the, just like, oh. he, the doorman at the club. Is that who you're talking about? No, that's, that's Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. That's Kevin Nash. That was Come cool. on, Jordan. Okay. 
That's an Anyways, outsider. he's in he's in lots of he's a like a like oh we need a we need a bad guy. Let's just get this guy. Uh no, it's just everything about the movie is fantastic. Uh I love the Continental. Love oh, Ian yeah. McShane. I thought he did a great job. Lance Riddick did a great job as uh Sharon the concierge. So um, and I think that's like a perfect name for the concierge at a, like a murder hotel, essentially a hotel for assassins. Um, so I just I can't say enough nice hey, there, things about this. I heard about this and I was afraid it, I missed it or got canceled, but they are making a series, a TV series based on the Continental. Yes, I keep on hearing that come up. I haven't heard anything past of it just being run as an idea. If that's done right, that could be a really good show. That could be yeah. really good. Hey, Philip, um, anything you want to talk about? Uh, I just wanted to, let's see, let me go th- through my notes here. Uh, Theon Greyjoy being like the perfect cast. <laughs> the same characters. Dude, he, he's pretty close to getting typecast, man. <laughs> yeah, just, just being a bastard of a just like... Just cowardly yeah. lion bastard. Yeah. Uh, I think Lance Riddick, Ian McShane, and Willem Dafoe just like chew through every scene that the three of them are in. Oh, yeah. Like, Willem Dafoe in particular, they're like, hey, you know what? Here, here's the general outline of what we want for your character. Be as weird as you want. <laughs> he was like, you I already know? planned like, on right. it. Yeah, right. I'm Willem Dafoe. I'm going to make characters. <laughs> you don't hire Willem Dafoe. <laughs> He's like, can I be oh, naked? Like, <laughs> oh, <guy>. no. <laughs> hey, I want to talk um, about... Well, I want to shout out especially... The guy who plays Vigo, like you want to talk about someone yes. who just like brought like gravitas to the role and just like chewed up the scenery. He was awesome. I loved yes, him. He was probably definitely. one of my favorite characters. It was a definite like Peter Stormare role without being Peter Stormare. Okay, you lost me. Peter Stormare. Let me Google. The you'd recognize it. the bad guy from um, oh god, I can't believe it's Constantine. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I get you. Fargo. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, the like, same type scene... of role for sure. Yeah. No, you're right though. He's uh, he passed away, I believe, in 2017. So. Oh no. He's the guy Jordan's in our favorite movie. All made in Taiwan. He's the same <laughs> guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, not Peter Rostromer. The guy who played Vigo passed away. Oh. Stop. Bring that shitty movie up. Hey, Armageddon. I'm editing, I'm editing that part out. Armageddon's a classic. <laughs> All right. Anything else, Philip? No, that's it. Okay. Your, all right. What are you talking about? Okay. So I already talked to Jordan about notes. Um, okay. I like that this movie starts with the Uncharted 2 opening. You're kind of at the end of the movie or near the middle of the movie. You don't know where, but you know, like John Wick just. He's bleeding. You don't know what happened. Just like in the movie, or just in the game, Uncharted Two. Um, I think the whole puppy idea was like one of the most brilliant ways to get the audience interested. Like right off the bat, you're like, "Oh shit, they killed his fucking puppy!" Like he's gonna go in a rampage now because that they, his dead wife gave him. Yeah, like you know, automatically, like, "Oh no, that's the worst thing you could have done." And it just automatically, you're like, "Okay." Whatever John Wick does, I'm team John Wick from this moment on. <laughs> like, I'm already on his side. And also, like, rewatching this movie has, like, an added bonus because you know already how badass John Wick is. And so when you see these guys, like, 
kill his dog, you're just like, oh, oh no. You're like <laughs> everyone else in the movie talking about John Wick. Like, that's John Wick's dog. Like, you messed up. It's cool because now you know how bad of a fuck up it was. Um, and my last comment, it's more of a question. Where the hell are the cops in this movie? They're shooting. They're having a shootout at a church. They're outside. There's no sirens or nothing. Yeah, but their area is run by these mob groups. They're like, they're probably like, hey, we don't mess with that. That's not uh, our. Area. I can buy it. So yeah, they. He even talks about Vigo does talk about like how he has like a lot of the city on his payroll, and yeah. so if they know that like that's his church, they're they know not to like, hey, if there's gunshots at the church, like we don't need to go by. Like Vigo's probably got it. That is the only explanation I need to check that box out of my brain. Okay, cool. It works for me now. Are <laughs> right, y'all ready to move on to categories? Yeah. Okay. Here, here's what I have for best scene. Okay. If I left something off, please throw it on there. Okay. First, definitely not the first home invasion scene. That's the worst scene. I can't watch that dog get killed anymore. Okay. So that's off the list. Um <laughs> There's a scene with Vigo who's he's beating up his son, his son Theon and he explains why he fucked up, pretty much telling us who John Wick is. All right, he's yes. like that's that's John Wick. I don't care like that you stole the car. I care that it was John Wick's car. Do you know who you're messing with? And he just goes on this whole story about how badass John Wick is and he's like you're you're dead pretty much. Um I just I thought that was so well acted. Um the second home invasion scene where John Wick wipes out the whole crew and ends it it yes. ends with the cop and the noise complaint. That was like the first time you're like, Oh my god, this guy is a badass. Jordan, what'd you think? Like when you watched that where you're like, Oh, this is what this movie is, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh when I saw the action and everything, I'm like, ah, I see why everyone goes crazy about this movie. <laughs> um and then I have the shootout at Red Circle, the nightclub where Theon's hiding at. He's in the, like the bath, the hot tub, and it's <laughs> yeah. that whole scene. Did I leave any off, y'all? That is that is my favorite action scene in probably the last when this movie came, so the last six years, and I think has to be ranked as one of the top what ten, fifteen action scenes of all time. It's definitely in the top tier, for sure. Like, it's up there. Jared, did I leave any on? Uh, you want to throw anything on there? No, um, I was only, I'm only here for the fight club scene. So that's, that's by far, like, one of the best, like, choreographed scenes. Um, I'll go ahead and step on my trivia right now a little bit. But uh, Keanu actually learned the, um, the choreography for that um, scene earlier that day. Obviously, they filmed it at night. So he learned the choreograph like that morning and then they filmed it like that night. So it's just like, wait, you learned that entire scene like the morning of. Mm -hmm. And so just when you think about that, it's just awesome. And it's just such a good scene. Um, we saw, we see like shout out Kevin Nash at the beginning. Yep. Uh, Gibbs, he gets dismissed. And then just so my, probably one of my favorite parts is like at the very start of that scene he drowns the guy in a damn like sink yeah and you're just like oh okay that's what we're gonna do here so now i know what to expect because just the first the first kill is the guy in the sink or the second kill is the guy in the, the sink. second so, kill yeah because the yeah. first kill man that guy didn't even know what happened he just, he just headshots him so yeah just 
That scene's no, perfect, it's, man. It's got the it's got great music to accompany it. It's it's got the beginning where he sneaks in. You know, you get the whole Kevin Nash scene. He's like, John Wick, you working again? He's like, Yeah, for right now, whatever. Hey, why don't you go home? Okay, I'll go home. All right. And then it's the whole. It starts off like he's trying to stay quiet. He's trying to do it on the, on the sly, right? And he does for a while. And then like he gets knocked over, and that it causes a commotion. Then he's like, All right, I guess I'm guns a blazing now. And then it's just that whole. It's well choreographed. There's that one scene too where he falls from the second floor, and it's like the camera Oof. follows him from the second floor to Oof. the first floor, and it just stops. That hits. That well, I don't know how they did that, but that was really cool. He hits that ground. Ooh. Yeah, you like you feel the impact when he hits the ground. That goes back to the music too. Say it again, Philip. Say so that goes back to that music too, because the music when they're he's in the bathhouse is really just like you have that like like slow house music, mm-hmm. and then the moment he steps up, you've got like the flashing lights, you've got the bass drum going. Mm-hmm. It just like it ratchets up. It's him sneaking in, and it just gets more and more intense. And then at that, at, at the end of it, he's getting shot at and all this stuff. And it's he's like out in the street. It's just a. I think that's our vote. Yorton, do you have a scene you want to throw out there, or is that your vote as well? I'm going to throw out a scene. It's not going to be the one I pick, but I just want to shout out because I loved it. it was when he was driving around in the uh, the boss Mustang. They didn't use the soundtrack. The soundtrack was the engine of that V8, and just sounded <laughs> perfect. Just like the good old bullet Mustang uh, car chase scenes and stuff. Such like a car that. guy. What a great, what a great <laughs> note. I didn't even pick up on that. That's a that's a good uh, note to point out. I like that. All right, so red circle wins. We all we all we're all in agreement. I, I'm well. My agreement would be, or my my pick would be the first time where he go uh, they. They raid that when they're raiding the house, and he goes and shoots up everyone in the house. So the second house invasion. For me, just yeah, yeah, the second house invasion, just because that was a great showing of just the guy's skills, and you're like, oh, I see now why they're scared of him. That's good. So, but Jared, you got Red Circle, Philip, Red Circle. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of these. They're all awesome. All right, so now we're at best line. I only have two. There's a few, but I think there's two that stand out to me. And throw one on there if I left it off. The first one is, I heard you struck my son. Yes, sir, I did. And may I ask why? Yeah, well, because he stole John Wick's car, sir, and uh, killed his dog. Oh. I just thought it was classic. (laughs) Let's go ahead and play it real quick. Hold on one second. Let me pull this in. John Leguizamo, by the way, is he's small, small role, but he's... He brings every movie up. He's great in every movie. I really speaking. I heard you struck my son. Yes, sir, I did. Yeah, may I ask why? Yeah, well, because he stole John Wick's car, sir, and uh, killed his dog. <laughs> so good. The next one I have is when he's that whole speech when he's talking to his son and he's like, "I once saw him three kill men th- or kill three men in a bar with a pencil, with the fucking pencil." Let's watch it real quick. It's not what you did, son, that angers me so. It's who you did it to. Who? The fucking nobody. That fucking nobody. It's John Wick. Slow drink of the whiskey. 
Charles was an associate of ours. We called him Baba Yaga. The boogeyman? Well, John wasn't exactly the boogeyman. He was the one you sent to kill the fucking boogeyman. John is a man of focus, commitment, sheer will. Something you know very little about. I once saw him kill three men in a bar with a pencil. With a fucking pencil. All right. That's it. I think that was pretty dope. <laughs> um, let me cancel something real quick. Okay. So that, or the not, did I leave any off? You guys want to throw something up there real quick? Uh, okay. like, oh, go ahead, Phil. It's whenever he's got him in the, uh, <clears throat> in the, the old church. Um, he says, uh, you know, like your son stole that from me, killed that from me. Mm -hmm. People keep asking me if I'm back and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. So you can either hand over your son or you can die screaming alongside of him. Because, you know, like Wick is pretty even keeled throughout the whole movie until that moment when you're like, oh, that that is terrifying. And the balls it took to say that when he had no leg up. Right. Like, he was pretty much a dead man at that point, and he was still, like, making threats. That's a good pick. Jared, you want to add something, or what's your pick? Uh, I'm going to add one, but I'm going to go with Phil, because that was the one that I was going to say. Because uh, I think that is the best line, as Phil did comment. Like, he was, like, again, pretty even killed throughout the entire movie. But then, like, when you see, like, him just, like, his head, you can just tell, like, anger shaking, like, seething mm. at the mouth. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Um, but also a little, a very funny line. Um, everyone's favorite, uh, Theon Greyjoy, as he is um, got like caught by a container, and John Wick's walking up to him. He's saying it was just a fucking, and before he could even finish, he gets shot in the head. So I thought that was pretty good. I was like, I don't, I don't want to hear what you say. I'm just like, this is sweet release, Mission just done. emptying this bullet in your head. So I thought that was pretty cool. But my vote is um, the same as Phillips. Yorton? Uh, I'm just going to add another one that I just liked. See, this movie's uh, full of them. The, when, the, when, the co when the car goes, comes rolling in in the, in the shop and John Leguizamo's like, where did you get that car? <laughs> just, you can just see that fear, fear of faith uh, that he was just scared when he yeah. sees that car rolling in. Like, what did you guys just do? I, that's probably one of my favorite scenes in there. But I I will agree about the John Wick scene where he he's just unhinged. Yeah, when he uh, that Philip was talking about unhinged. So that's gonna win. That's three votes. I want to go with the pencil one because I think that should, that's the one that people remember the most. You know, it's probably oh, yeah. the one that lasts the longest. Um, I think it's even brought back in the sequel. Um, cool. But um, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back is gonna be the winner of this. Movie um, MVP of the movie. There's only one. Oh, it's Keanu. Yeah. Am I wrong here? The, the, no, 
movie revolves around him, so he can't be any other MVP. He is, there. There's no one else you could put in that role to make this movie better. And in fact, I don't care if it's any, you name someone. This movie's getting worse if it's not Keanu. I will agree with you on this movie, Ray, but that really seems to be your favorite line here. It we is. need to make it start. If we ever make shirts, that's going to be your shirt, right? There. Well, it's like so. I <laughs> that I think I think in terms of basketball, I'm always like, if you okay. replace Steph Curry with James Harden or something, are they as good as you know? I like to replace players yeah, and change them out and see if they're as good. And so I kind of have that same mentality when it comes to movies. It's like, who could you replace? And there's no one. Um, <laughs> six man movie brought. Huh? This brought back Keanu Reeves. It did. It right like, completely reinvigorated his career. No more Lake oh. House, Keanu Reeves. They're right. We're back. <laughs> um, oh God! Don't remind me. I actually paid money to go watch that awful movie. I bet you Matrix Four doesn't get made if this movie doesn't get made. Like you know. Oh Matrix- no! Bec- go ahead. Because uh, no, no, no. I was. Just, I'm agreeing with you. Like no, it doesn't get made because the whole like renaissance of Keanu came like immediately after this movie and they were, everybody was just like i need to get keanu in this keanu and that and they're like netflix even had keanu like in a movie last year as keanu <laughs> you know um cyberpunk 2077 uh we won't get into that but it's just like one of their I biggest mean, the, selling points was keanu reed and he's pretty much john wick and uh cyberpunk um okay so. so we got a new category six man as you know i like basketball so Six man, like who was not the star of the movie, but a supporting actor in the movie that you thought was the best. I'm gonna go with. I wanted to go with John Leguizamo, but it's hard not to go with Vigo for me. Who do you have, Philip? I have. I have Ian McShane. Who? who which one does he play? Wednesday. He's the uh, the Continental owner. Oh, really? I, I think he's great. I love him in it. Maybe is he too big? I can go smaller if I need he's, to go he's smaller. He's too small. He only had like two lines in the movie. Well, that's sort of the six man at the same time. Or that's the shout out. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a shout out. But um, I mean, if it's his pick, it's his pick. I just, I, yeah, I just want to know I'm the reason why. I'm fine with that pick. Yeah. Um, Jared, what's your pick? Uh, my six man is definitely... Um, Shoot, Lance Riddick. I'm sorry, Lance Riddick. Yeah, the uh, Sharon at the concierge or at the Continental, the concierge. That's a good pick. Yeah, he's good. I thought he was. I thought he was really good. He owned every scene he was in. Um, and I don't know if you, any of y'all have watched The Wire. Um, just if you haven't and you want to watch it, buckle up. But he's really good in The Wire as well. So I just think he's a fantastic actor. And I, if they do make the Continental series, I hope he is the lead of the Continental series because. He needs oh, yeah. some more shit. It should just be people coming up to him. <laughs> 48 minutes of just people walking up to the front desk. Um, Yorton, who's your sixth man of the game of the movie? I'm going to go with John Lee Zano, if I can ever say his name right. Uh, but he had some of my favorite scenes in the movie. Like when I said, when the car comes up and he's like, where'd you get that car? Yeah. And then the scene where... He's sitting at the desk with the, the bottle of whiskey and just sets it up for when John Wicks comes in because he's like, man, I'm going to have to apologize here. I I didn't want like, any of this. And the phone call, and You could too. just see that. He didn't have to say anything just by his facial expression. You could see he's like, man, I done screwed up and I need to apologize and I don't know how. John Leguizamo <laughs> is the most underrated, underappreciated actor. 
I swear I love him and everything. Um, so none of us agree. So um, no one's a winner here. <laughs> that's, that's that's our pick. Um, that's strong casting here. I just feel like good. it showed how good the casting was, man. Who do y'all want to shout out? Anyone in particular you want to shout out? Just like, hey, I know he's not going to win an award for this movie, but I just want to say this person really stood out to me and I love him in it. Jared, I'll start with you. Um, I'm definitely going to say a Adriana Padalecki. She was the... Mm-hmm. the female don't assassin. give me that. Yes. No, I just thought she was, played a convincing, you know, asshole very well. And I thought she did just like a really good job of playing like a very good, like a bad guy. So I thought she Yeah, was... that's why you like her. Okay. Philip. <laughs> For me? Uh, I'm going to go with the again. I'm going to go back to the director. I think this is just... This is a really well-made movie, and it's it's a shame that he he didn't get any kind of like massive recognition for it. That's a good that's a good one, Yorton. For me, I was I'm going to go with uh, Henry, the guy that uh, John Wick gives that coin to to keep the woman uh, apprehended oh. there, because I was sort of like <laughs> I guy. was looking forward to like man. This guy, this guy would be interesting in the in the second movie or something. Nope, I'm disappointed that he won't be in the second movie because he seemed like an interesting character with his own little backstory. The way they were talking to each other, he's like, "Yeah, John." <laughs> the way he's like, yeah. "Are you back?" I, yeah. I enjoyed their little, just the short dialogue they had together, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if he's going to be in the next." <laughs> like their old colleague, he could have been the Felix Leiter yeah. of this franchise. Um, I'm going John Leguizamo. Um, do you guys have any nitpicks? Um, I, the, I, I, I for the people. The only two I with the movie. What? No, Yorton, you go ahead. Oh, you go. Yorton, okay. go. Uh, the 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 only issue, and like I said, I don't think it's really necessary an issue, but the the only weak point I think is just general dialogue and writing. But I feel like because everything was so good that it it frankly doesn't matter it's it's like it's the weak part of it but i don't know if it's it, i think it's you're so right good. in that it's it's not a dialogue heavy movie but i think that was on purpose yeah that's why i'm saying i'm not trying to push it or anything just yeah just bring it up that's the only thing where i can see like i can't give this like 10 stars or seven stars or something that it it's good it's fine it's just that's the weakest part of the movie when you got an amazing movie it you know, there's things that stand out that are not stand out, but just things that might not be it. I think in this movie, it's, Anyways. it's less is more in this movie. Um, mm. Philip, any nitpicks? Uh, no, not with this one. Me either. Jared, do you got any nitpicks? Uh, I was just saying that they waited too long for the sequel. It should have came out like the next day. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I have to wait for another one. Well, Jordan's got a nitpick. He already talked about it. It's uh, they killed off uh, the guy, the guy in the hotel. He wanted for the sequel. Um, yeah, that, that, that's a good one. Okay, so let's go ahead and do trivia. All right. So Keanu Reeves did 90% of his own stunts. Uh, in this movie, mm-hmm. so I thought that was like pretty awesome. Um, and then a couple things we already touched on, like Chad Stileski was Keanu's stunt double. Chad Stileski is the um, director of the film. He was the stunt double. Um, Keanu actually had the flu when he filmed the Fight Club scene or the nightclub scene, so he actually had the flu. Oh, wow. um, yeah. So uh, in this movie, he kills uh, seventy-seven people. That's his body count. 
So obviously that goes up in the next two movies, but I just thought that was pretty that's a pretty good, cool. That's a high body count. <laughs> there is a lot of bodies in this movie, that's for sure. Yeah. So I love the way um, too. He he shoots him like twice in the chest and then once in the head. He's like do do do. Like he like wounds him and then headshot right after. I don't know the way he shoots him is unique. That that's the correct way, man. That that's how you're supposed to do it. Again, Yorton creeps us out with the, the correct way on how to kill people. <laughs> Yorin's always like, "That's how you. That's how you dismember someone's arm. Like you have to cut it right at the joint." <laughs> he has all these weird facts oh, yeah. that makes us go, "Huh?" I mean, there was there there was a scene, Phil. Um, I forgot in one of the Jack Ryan movies, and I was like, "This is completely dumb to the average person." It was really dumb, and Yorin mm-hmm. was like, "No, it makes perfect sense." And he was telling us the military background of, it, and I'm like, "Huh? Okay." Well, now I appreciate <laughs> well. it more. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yo, when they throw the satchel charge yes. into the tunnel, and you're like, "Why would you do that?" You're I'm standing like, on the tunnel. Perfect sense. You're standing on the tunnel, though. It's just yeah. like but that's Jordan why you like, run like hell and get out. <laughs> oh no, but you did a great job explaining. Um, so I have two more. Um, the tattoo that was on John Wick's back, we only saw one glimpse of it uh, when he was in the shower. Um, it is in Latin, but it's pretty much says fortune favors the strong. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty cool nod. And of course, Kennery's training for this movie was, uh, eight hours a day for, um, five weeks. Damn. That's a full-time job. I have, I have a trivia What's up? that I, I just read. So <laughs> I just they read. had to change the name of this movie. Well, I, I read it a couple weeks ago and I had to go back and double check it. But the original title of this movie was called Scorn. No. And they went back to change it to Keanu or to change it to John Wick because Keanu kept calling it John Wick. Scorn <laughs> sounds like a rock band. Yes. So, like, they were like, well, Keanu's calling it the wrong name. So I guess we're calling it John Wick. That's one of those good things. Keanu says John Wick and John Wick. All right, so it's time to play the Rotten Tomatoes game. Philip, you get to play. All right, so. Sweet. All right, here we go. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. It's the Rotten Tomatoes game. All right, Philip. Greatest song ever or worst song ever? Did your wife send you outside to sleep for the night when you made that? <laughs> nope. Um, I showed it to her. I was so proud of it. It's like, oh my god, listen to this terrible music, and I was so proud of it. Um, okay. So the point of this game is guess what this movie got on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm assuming you didn't look it up already, Philip. No. Okay. So who won last week? Actually, it's a new year. It's a it's a brand new year. Hold on. We also have to talk about who won for last year. Last year, Jared won. He won the Rotten Thank Tomatoes. You. So right now, he's wearing the belt. We're going to make... No, we're not going to make a belt. That's ridiculous. But he's wearing the belt. So it's time... Yeah, it get really big for us to make a belt. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, if y'all want to send the belt our way, we will take a belt and we will modify it. Um, okay. So Yes, all three of our listeners. I'm thinking of a number. No, screw it. I'm just going to... Uh, uh, Philip, you go first. Okay. What do you think this movie got? So I just guess Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, an eighty-four percent. Okay. Uh, Jared. Uh, I'm gonna go eighty-six. Okay. Yorton. 
I am going to go 90. Ooh. I feel like this went really well. This movie got... Sort of boxed in Jared there. <laughs> but Yeah. So remember, one of you guys got it right on the nose. And if you get it on the nose, it counts as double. So just remember that. This movie got an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, oh yes! That, y'all, all of y'all are really close. Like, it was really... No uh, one was far off. That was yes. good. Hey, yes. go ahead, Jared. You want to celebrate? Talk your shit. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to keep my crown. Maybe you've lost the um, earlier competition. Whatever. You already you get that. <laughs> Jordan but, destroyed um... you. Let's not forget that. <laughs> you got, you got back, Jared. I didn't get a single point. You, were, you didn't even <laughs> chime in. You didn't even respond. <laughs> all right. All right. Forget about that. I won. Rotten we're tomatoes. here to celebrate. That's right. Um, so for fun, let's go ahead and guess what you think this movie got audience score. Phil, what do you think it got for the audience? Audience score, I think it got a 93. Okay. So you think it got higher. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yorton. (laughs) I'm not going to give my original guess because I don't want to be that big of a jerk because my original was going to be 92. I'm just going to go, I'm going to go 89 on it. So that way we get a little bit of padding there. And just to be nice. I mean, this is a perfect movie. 100. Let's do it. I agree. This movie's got an 81 <laughs> with the audience, though. Like, who doesn't oh, like this movie? Really? Wow, what? the critics liked it more than the... Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I did not sense. see that coming. It doesn't make sense to me, man. I don't get it. Um, so, this movie came out in 2014. It had a budget of $30 million. It made $43 million in the U.S., so it only made thirteen million dollars, but over overseas, I guess worldwide, it made seventy six million. So it made its money back, and I think, I think the only reason it got greenlit for a sequel is because of like, probably like digital sales, you know, like oh streaming, yeah. streaming, yeah, and sure they saw how popular that was. Yeah, um, Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars. He said it's a tried and true formula. Of one last job, heist assignment. A longtime bad guy leaves a life of crime in pursuit of peace and quiet, but naturally gets dragged back into his old haunts and habits to settle a final score. But John Wick breathes exhilarating life into this tired premise, thanks to some dazzling action, choreography, stylish visuals, and most importantly, a vintage anti-hero performance from Keanu Reeves. I can't say it any better than that, right? That's one thing he brings up too, is like, these movies have been done to death. Like, James Bond has come back from retirement like five times. Um, born wasn't even he was like dead, right? Um, I mean, this movie kind of like it's hard to make a, a spy agent movie nowadays and make it original. And this movie found a way to do that. It's all style. Um, yeah, I don't really consider this a spy movie though. But I... well, I mean, a spy secret agent, you know, like a lone man up to his yeah devices, you know, that kind of movie. Um, so. Let's just run through this real quick. We're at the end here. Philip, would you recommend this movie? Absolutely. 100%. No, no, we don't even need to give a reason why. It's like, yes, go watch this movie. Uh, it's John Wick. That's that's my reason why. Jared? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yorton? I don't even think I have anyone I can re- recommend it to just because I think everyone <laughs> what else has seen this movie. I was like the lone person who hadn't seen it. It was sort of my own little like, I'll wait until the series is complete. Then we'll just have an amazing uh, 
watch series, basically. <laughs> well, you're about to have one, man. Um, I'm going to say yes as well. If you haven't seen this movie, you just don't walk. Run to your TV right now and go ahead and rent it. Um, okay, here we go. I guess we'll let Philip in we- on this. Philip, is this in the... Okay, the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. Is this a movie you're going to watch over and over again pretty much? Like, if you, if Blockbuster was still around, would you, like, go there just to rent this movie again? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think he made it clear with how many times he's... If he said no, I would have, like, cracked my pants. <laughs> like, what? Um, Jared? I mean, yeah, of course. Yorton? I think it's clear, yeah. This is definitely be on the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. This is probably... No life stands or butts. Besides Armageddon, I think this is the easiest no, one to in the no, Hall of Fame. No, no, no. Armageddon did not get a perfect vote. That's true. It should have, Armageddon only got two out of three. I think Matrix got a perfect vote. Yeah, Matrix did. Matrix did. So did some of all fears. No, your I mean, did. Just, your, did you put this in the Hall of Fame? No, I, I, I don't think I put it on. <laughs> no, you I don't know what? no, I did. I did put it on the Hall of Fame, yeah. All right, man. So let's review the Hall of Fame real quick. We got The Matrix, Some of All Fears, Almost Famous, Armageddon, the classic that should be up top, Double Dragon, Trading Places, Roadhouse, The Grinch, 2018, and now we got John Wick. We're off to a good start. I think the next one is going to make the Hall of Fame as well. So next week we'll be watching John Wick 2. Any last words before we sign off, y'all? Uh, have, a, have a healthy new year, y'all. Well, oh, no, y'all will be hearing this after the new year. But um, still, have a healthy new year, y'all. <laughs> Any last words? Finally be out of 2020. <laughs> Let's 2021 come in. <laughs> Philip, are you coming back for the sequel? I will be here. All right. All right, man. So until next time, later. Later.